This is the Private Practice Workshop Podcast with John Clark, episode 10. Today is my first solo episode, and we are talking all about how to get more done in less time. I'm going to come at you with some really clear, concrete strategies for how to boost your productivity right away. All right, let's dive in. All right, welcome to the very first solo episode of the Private Practice Workshop podcast. I'm your host, John Clark, um, the founder and CEO of PrivatePracticeWorkshop.com. First of all, I'm so glad that you are here with us today and that you have um, uh, taken this time out of your busy schedule to listen in and to improve your knowledge and improve your practice. I know your time is valuable and I don't take it lightly that you're choosing it to spend it here listening to the podcast. So thanks for being here and I know you're going to get a lot out of the episode today. My goal is to give you as much content and value as possible without overwhelming you. So today I'm going to teach you how to get more done in less time. I think something that we can all use some help with and benefit from. All right, so let's dive right into it. The first thing I want you to do is practice setting boundaries with your phone and your computer. This is something that I struggled with for a long time, and having better boundaries with these things has enabled me to really boost my productivity. So first of all, Uh, There's some different ways to do this, starting with your phone. One option is to um, turn off email notifications. That might be the first thing that you do. Okay, so rather than them popping up all day um, and kind of grabbing your attention and distracting you and making you feel like, oh, I need to respond to that right away, you could start by just turning off email notifications. The second step of that would be to actually delete email from your phone. And I know a lot of people are going to hear that and think, um, there's absolutely no way I could afford to do that. I'm always tied to my phone. You know, it's easy to knock out a couple emails while I'm standing in line or whatever it is. Um, But in reality, we are on the computer and around a computer so much of the day that I don't think it's that critical to have email on your phone. Unless you're really traveling a ton and you're in areas where you don't have Wi-Fi or you don't have your computer, I think it's a smart move. Um, the reality is I think you can type faster on your computer anyway, you can get more done. So why not just set aside that time and actually um, uh, just do a better job writing better emails all at once? I'm also going to suggest with, with regard to email, checking it only a handful of times a day. Um, people who get a lot done do this really well. So um, that might look something like checking it Once in the morning, right after breakfast, sit down for 30 minutes, respond to all the emails that are in your inbox and clear them out. Do it again, maybe around lunchtime. Do it again in the evening. So the reality is you should have some systems in place that... um, that escalate certain critical um, critical needs in your business. Um, like if there's a client emergency, who do they call? Do they call the main number? Um, they shouldn't be emailing you, right? These should be non-critical uh, emails that are coming through. So you should have systems in place for that if you really want to uh, safeguard and protect your time. Um, so Changing your relationship with email is a big part of um, your ability to get more done in less time. And there's obviously a lot of ways to do it. 
All right. So what else? With regard to your phone, again, be prepared to just turn it off or put it on airplane mode when you actually want to sit down and focus. I think our phones are our biggest distractors um, and um, it, it's just really easy to be constantly responding. And what happens when you are constantly responding and tied to your phone like that is that you are really letting other people create little emergencies for you. So um, again, the example with maybe one of your a therapist in your practice um, emails you and um, I don't know, needs help with a claim or with a billing statement or something. And rather than let's say that that therapist saving that request for the time when you meet, they are putting it directly in your inbox or to your phone, which makes it an emergency for you. It makes you have to respond to it right away. And then um, all of a sudden you're off track from what you're doing. So don't be afraid to go into airplane mode um, as much as possible. Now, I do the same thing with my computer and going back to email notifications, I would go ahead and disable the desktop notifications for your email. There's no harm in doing that. When you disable those, I also want to encourage you to, for certain uh, time periods, disable Wi-Fi as well. Again, I know that is scary, but I think it's a critical uh, thing that you need to do in order to get more done. Um, when you do this, again, less there are going to be less people who can create emergencies for you and grab your attention and pull you away from whatever it is you are doing. So when you can, when you can do that and truly isolate yourself, you're going to be able to focus on your best ideas and do your absolute best work. All right, so that is, that's what I have to say about setting boundaries with your phone and computer. Let's move on to uh, the second area, which is this idea of blocking and chunking your time. Um, this essentially means, uh, you know, I want you to be blocking out time on your calendar for certain tasks. So for instance, for this podcast, I only book interviews and record podcast episodes on Wednesdays between, let's say, 9 a.m. to about 12 p.m. every week. Having that dedicated time enables me to really get in uh, podcast mode for these hours, to get really focused on doing it, doing it well, having my mic set up, any preparation that that requires. And I know I can just focus on this for um, the morning and early afternoon. You need to do the same thing, especially when it comes to managing all the little tasks in your private practice, whether it's blogging or creating a video blog or doing your billing. I want you to actually block out that time on your schedule and, and notice how much more effective you are when you do that. All right, next area, multitasking. I want to tell you briefly that, unfortunately, I hate to break it to you, but multitasking isn't a thing. There's, uh, there's plenty of research to back this up, but really the brain can only do one thing at a time. Multitasking isn't real. What multitasking is, is really just your brain bouncing back and forth between two or more um, uh, activities or items at, at um, back to back, right? Not truly at the same time, right? So again, getting sucked into email while also on the phone or um, doing your billing, right, is going to diminish your returns on um, your own productivity and where you're spending your time. So um, do just focus on doing that one thing at a time and trust that, um, it's okay to just focus on this right now. 
Now, for those of you who struggle to focus on that one thing at a time, I wanna give you another little tip and a tool that I use sometimes when I really need help focusing. There's a technique called the Pomodoro Technique, (laughs) P-O-M-O-D-O-R-O. Um, If you go to tomato-timer.com, that's tomato-timer.com, it's going to show you how to use this technique. Basically, you break your time up into 25-minute segments. You hit start, and and you work for 25 minutes just waiting for that timer to go off. When that timer goes off, you're going to take a short break, let's say five minutes, and that's when you can get distracted, you can play with your dog, you can check Facebook, um, you can get a snack, whatever it is you want to do. And then at the end of that five minutes, you come back, you click start again when your break is over and you run another 25 minute segment. Again, you're going to be amazed at how much more you can get done when you really um, uh, kind of provide this structure for yourself. Because I know how it is in private practice and as a business owner, there's no one there standing over your shoulder forcing you to get this stuff done. It all falls on your shoulders. So um, that, that makes this stuff even more important to manage your time well and to manage yourself well. All right. Um, along these same lines of, uh, of getting more done, I want to tell you about a, um, a kind of management technique that my, uh, my friend Kelly Higdon from Zinimi um, taught me and I've been using for some time and it has been super helpful. So you're going to create four quadrants. Um, you can do this on a piece of paper or ideally on a whiteboard. So I have it beside me here in my office and I can look at it every day. In those four quadrants, you're going to break it down to uh, on the top, starting at the top left, five years, and then moving to the right, one year, and then bottom left, three months, and then bottom right, this week. Now, you might change that up a little bit um, and have, let's say, the bottom left quadrant be one month or something like that. Um, you, you can play around with it, whatever, whatever works for you, but I want you to sketch out your five-year plan, your five-year goals, right? So that might be income goals. It might be the size of your business or how many days you're working or a certain amount you want to save up, whatever it is, your, your five-year goals, and then break it on down to your one-year goals and then three months and you get more specific about the tasks associated with those goals. And then finally, in that in the one-week quadrant, that's where you pull tasks into this one-week quadrant where you say, I'm just going to focus on SEO this week, or I'm just going to focus on hiring new clinicians this week. And when you do that, and you can look at it every day and know exactly where you should be in order to achieve these bigger goals along your timeline, you're going to feel like, okay, I'm actually getting somewhere. And I know that these smaller tasks of this week um, are are part of a bigger plan. Um, I I love this technique. It's helped me a lot. Um, And again, when you have to manage yourself, you have to create some of these systems that you can fall back on and also give yourself a way to kind of check out at the end of the day and say, yep, or by the end of this week, I got all these things done, I'm checking them off, I'm visually and and literally wiping them off of the board. So love that technique, Um, give it a shot. The last one is um, outsource the stuff that you don't need to be doing. I know we talk about this a lot and and a lot of practice coaches um, talk about this a lot and we have some hesitance to do it. 
there are a lot of little tasks and I call them little like small fish in your business that are these 10 or $15 an hour tasks that you are obligating yourself to do. For a lot of us, that's answering the phones. Okay, so the amount of time that you're answering the phone could be spent doing so much other stuff that only you can do. So you wanna get really clear, first of all, on what are all the tasks that I'm currently doing and what are which of those tasks absolutely have to be me and which could be someone for 10 or $15 an hour or whatever it is. You might also accomplish this by um, doing a bit of a time study for yourself, looking at your schedule, um, even in the course of a week and kind of um, sketching out where all of your time is going. You might even do this, like uh, create a pie chart, a real simple pie chart and figure out where all of your time is going. Finally, the, the, the last way that you could look at this is write down a list of all the tasks you do and then rate them, let's say one to three or one to 10 on, um, does this task give me energy? Is it a good use of my time? Right again, and is this something that um, that only I can do? And you could kind of separate them that way. And then, of course, the tasks that that kind of drain you of energy, make you feel demotivated, make you feel like I'm not getting anywhere. I hate these tasks. Those are the ones you want to look at outsourcing. You're also going to have this anxiety um, when you're outsourcing for the first time that well, no one's going to be able to do it as well as I can, especially when I give up the phone. No one's going to be able to answer the phone as best as I can. I just want to simply tell you that that's not true. <laughs> um, people will uh, will learn to do it um, as good or even better than you can. And separating yourself from some of these tasks actually increases your perceived sense of, of, of professionalism and of status when someone else answers the phone for you. Because um, that just conveys that, you know what, just like when you call a doctor's office, you don't expect the doctor to answer the phone. Because, um, yeah, there's that level of separation and, and those doctors have their time protected and safeguarded just like you should as well. So, whew, that is it. That is my quick a list and my tips for getting more done in less time. Again, a lot of this really starts with technology and our relationship with technology and getting pulled into all these little uh, emergencies that other people create for us. So cut those emergencies out. Again, just to run through it. Again, set those boundaries with your phone and you, your computer. Turn off those email notifications or delete email from your phone altogether. Use airplane mode on both your phone and your computer as much as you can. Practice blocking and chunking and setting that time aside in your schedule. Uh, accept that multitasking isn't a thing. Check out the tomato timer. Plan your five years all the way down to your one week to this week with the four quadrants. And then finally, outsource some of that stuff that you just don't need to be doing. So that's it for this episode. Thank you again for joining me. I hope you got a lot out of it. And as always, I say this a lot, but just take something from today, maybe out of all these strategies, you just want to try one and implement it for the next couple of weeks. There's so much information out there on uh, building a practice and improving it. And you could always be doing more to improve your business. So don't get overwhelmed. You can't, you're not going to do it all at once. Just pick one thing, maybe two things 
try those, start small, and then build from there. All right, that's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. I'll see you next time.